Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Good evening and welcome to the Signal 50 podcast for Sunday, April 4th, 2021. Anybody else out there getting hammered by allergies or is it just me? I'm there with you, my friend. Uh, yeah, we love to see the winter go, but we certainly hate to see the pollening part one happen, uh, which is happening in the uh, in the mid-Atlantic states after uh, some rotten weather we had this week. So other than that, you know, we have a lot of things to get to tonight. Thanks for joining us. Bravo. My co-host, how are you this evening, sir? I'm doing great. I wanted to wish everyone out there a happy Easter. And then we understand if you're with family or can't have a chance to watch on the live stream, just remember we'll have this up on YouTube or YouTube, God forbid. Uh, we'll have this up on Rumble and you can catch us there. And also, um, you know, <laughs> the false start, the, the yellow flag came out. False start. <laughs> we were trying to get the show going and I. This cued. That's all right. We get you know. It happens. It's all right. Happens. That's all right. Just so, just okay. make sure to just make sure to pick us up on your favorite podcast outlet and take yep. take us with you wherever you go. That's right. So, welcome this evening. We have a lot to talk about. You know, never a dull moment uh, in politics or or current events, especially with the the ongoing endemic that we're in. Um, it just never seems to end, and you've got. Major League Baseball, the war of the wokiness is going on out there, and you've got uh, news outlets just 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 straight out lying to you. And you have the former president urging, you know, uh, he's out there. Uh, Donald Trump has is, is got a message for everybody that we want to talk about. Uh, and, and there's just a whole lot of stuff going on that we want to touch on this evening. So without further ado, I'll let Bravo enter us into the first uh, first discussion topic this evening. And what's it going to be, my friend? Well, behind curtain number one, we do have the idea that Major League Baseball is oh, threatening yeah. to boycott Georgia a day after they expanded their China deal. And they've gone, they're going woke, and they're going to go broke very quickly. People have no tolerance for this whatsoever. And in fact, um, my radar went off when I was listening to Mark Levin. And, and Mark Levin, the great one, was talking on his show, and I kind of was looking around the articles to try and kind of correlate this. They had this huge deal with China the day before and a big TV deal. And Mark Levin also uh, went further into detail about the fact that they, you know, if, you, if it's about numbers, we have 335 million. Well, if you include the illegal aliens, then I guess... Then we go up to 350 million by part. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but when you talk about China, they have billions of people, and China is willing to throw money at anyone that they can get influence on. And now you see Major League Baseball coming out and saying, you know, Black Lives Matter and all the other talking points and the Democrats and this and that, and coming out against what I think is the most common sense legislation uh, to try and combat the nonsense that happened during the election um, and all of the nonsense that happened with, with the last minute laws. So Georgia comes out with this new law, talks about all the, all the things that went with it. We talked about this last time, Alpha, right? We, we went through all this. We'll spare everyone the details again. 
But now you have baseball threatening to take their game, the all-star game outside of Atlanta and go somewhere else. And they think that they're, they're, they're uh, being uh, woke, that they're supporting quote minorities because they're saying that uh, people that are poor and in this case in Atlanta, there's more poor who happen to be African-American versus uh, a white. And they're saying that by doing this, they're going to make everything better. Well, let me tell you something. They're pulling this Major League Baseball game out of there. And I'm hoping that we'll have the ability to even attend a baseball game. Not that I would now because of the nonsense they're pulling of the Major League Baseball uh, League there. But right. I must say, uh, the, the idea that you're going to make your point across, you're hurting that entire community, all the people that depend upon selling things and right. working the concessions. Well, that that's that, that hold on right. one second. That that's just, that's the economic impact. I, I believe uh, from them pulling out uh, of the all-star game there. Um, I believe the economic impact is about a hundred million dollars in direct uh, direct to local business. Is that correct? Yeah. Something like that. It's a hundred million dollars that they're the, the woke crowd is going to take out of the till of your your local small business owner, some of which could be minorities. Mm-hmm. How about that, huh? So there you have it. I think it's a uh, you know they they're the strike three and they they went they're going woke and they're gonna they're out of there because they just they don't really understand. And I know what they're doing. They they're trying to make justification that they should pull out and, and, and make quote Georgia suffer and, and put some influence on it. But people are not going to have this. None of, we don't really care anymore. If you watch the ratings and listen to what's going on with baseball, basketball, football, no one's watching it anymore. No one's supporting it. Everyone's burning their jerseys. We don't care anymore. And they took the, 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 the America's pastime. Then they threw it out the window. Oh, actually, they threw it under the bus and they started backing over it and over right. it and over it again. <laughs> well, you know, it used to be a lot of fun to, you know, what are you, what are you going to do this afternoon on a cold winter afternoon? Well, I'm going to throw a football game on. I'm going to check out uh, check out my favorite football team. Now it's like, no, I, I just don't want to do that. Yeah. Now, it's, now, now they've ruined baseball. They've, they've, mil- they've ruined everything by letting the, the social justice narrative and the political message right wrong or indifferent to get involved and in, in to be so pervasive in in pastimes and hobbies and things that are supposed to be lighthearted you know uh quite honestly a a lighthearted distraction from the hard reality of working for a living is what mm-hmm. professional sports is supposed to be that's right and little competition but now they that's had right. to put politics into it just like everything else you know here something very similar and i I remember there were a lot of comedians when I was growing up, and I, I would have ra- I would have much rather watched a comedian than watch a football game. That was just the way I was. Call me a nerd, whatever you want to do, but I, I'd much rather watch comedians. So, well, who was out there? You had Eddie Murphy. Oh God, George Carlin, Robin Williams, um, Robert Klein. Uh, gosh, I, there's there's so many Jerry Seinfeld. Um, a lot of the and I love the ventriloquists, Rich Little. Uh, you have oh, yeah. the ones that can use a, a mannequin and, and sound like someone else and talk. It's just I love that stuff. Or impressionists. Oh, yeah. Impressionists. There was someone, um, 
Jorge trying to see. I'm trying to remember who that was. Um, but uh, he does that. The trailer guy, uh, you know, the trailer guy, like, you know, in a world that's gone too bad and too far. You know, that guy. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Those are that's gone. You can't even joke around about this stuff because who do you make fun of yourself first and then others next. And that that's all that's all bad and, and uh, terrible. And yeah, you know, I mean, there you, have it. You, you know, look at you look back at some of the stuff that we grew up with at our generation, not to date ourselves. But, you know, let's just say we're around the half century mark. OK, when we grew up, the cartoons that we watched would 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 be a no fly in this day and age, right? The the Saturday morning cartoons would be a no-fly zone for whatever reason, right? Oh, Bugs Bunny, Peppy Bugs Lip. Bunny, Peppy Lip. Yeah. Them too, by the way. But, I mean, there's that well, was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You know, when the Wiley Coyote is trying to grab the Roadrunner, and he falls off a cliff, and he, he holds up a sign that says, Yelp, yipe, and yeah. falls down, and then well, you see this little poof of smoke. You, you, <laughs> you just got to remember that these are the same hypocrites that, that are – promoting some very vile things okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um all the people the the woke culture in this country they're promoting some very vile things um and these are th these are the moral you know uh watchdogs right these mm -hmm. these folks are supposed to be the moral watchdogs and and they decide what's right what's wrong what's woke what's not woke and you know you're not woke enough well they're all frauds mm -hmm. they're all frauds definitely so Eventually, you're not going to be woke enough to even meet your own standards. So, like Coca-Cola, I mean, add add Coca-Cola to that list. Delta, they're all based in Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, you have a major hub. Let me just ask this question to you, Alpha. You have a major hub that Delta, Atlanta Hartsfield Air International Airport, first first busiest airport, bigger than Chicago O'Hare. I believe. I think. I think between Atlanta and Denver, I think it's always. I think it's always a horse apiece to see who's who's the busiest, the most landings, the most landings. And I, I, I big airplane buff myself, just love love the idea of flying and the whole idea of when it used to be fun to fly and they used to give you meals and it was you know now, now they make it a cattle car. Anyway, yeah. Uh, love talking to the pilots. They're really nice people. And, yeah what they're doing but hartsfield is huge that airport is ginormous oh, it's huge and it's that whole idea of hubs you know spoken uh spoken uh hubs you know hubs and spokes and 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 little you know the little feeders and you do all these well it's a huge airport you think you think delta is gonna besides this little um temper tantrum they're having they're gonna rip up everything that they have and and move to somewhere else <laughs> When their major schedule is out of Atlanta, you know, I know they have another airport. Um, they, they have a hub in Cincinnati. Well, and Minneapolis, well, I believe. Delta, oh, Delta's major hub. Delta's one of major, yeah. one of Delta's major airports. You know, the three major airports that Delta operates out of are Minneapolis, St. Paul, mm -hmm. uh, Detroit, Michigan, and at Hartsfield, Atlanta. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those are the three majors, but you know, I, I just don't understand the principle of any business taking a political stance when they can go ahead and just piss off half the country or better than half the country. Um, I, I don't understand that as a as a business tactic, mm -hmm. and and maybe I'm wrong, but it, it just seems to me that if I'm in the business of moving people and things from place to place, I should really just concentrate on that. 
Yeah, just fly. Shut up and fly. Just shut up and fly your planes. <laughs> and if you if you make if you make Coca Cola, uh, and and you're a, a beverage company, you know what? I, I guess a, a good marketing ploy to expand your market share is to kind of appeal to just about everybody, mm. not piss off half the country. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, just so you know, in this article that I got from the Epic Times, where the MLB is boycotting Georgia and everything else. Uh, Marco Rubio came out. Senator Marco Rubio came out and uh, brings out the fact he was the one that brought this to the attention that the China deal and the and the Georgia boycott um, the game uh, the same week they announced a deal with a company backed by the uh, genocidal Communist Party of China. He's talking about the Uyghur Muslims. So there you have it. There's the real issue right there. And they, the Major League Baseball has made a deal with the devil, and there you have it. Well, I just believe that they're treating this country like a giant petri dish of social experiment, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm wondering what uh, what falls apart first, which 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 area falls apart first. But I mm-hmm. guess we're going to have to see. That leads me to a lot of things. Just shake your head. <laughs> yeah, right. So next story. All right, behind curtain number two. Number two. So you brought this to my attention, Alpha. And uh, in fact, I was so busy running around this weekend and doing some other stuff. Uh, Yeah, got to watch it today, very shortly before we came on the air. And uh, Dr. Ryan Cole, who is the CEO and uh, medical director of Cole Diagnostics. Yes, he's in Idaho. He's in Idaho and talks about uh, this is on YouTube. He has a about a 28-minute video. It's well worth your time. Uh, the link there is uh, right there. You can find it. Uh, we'll make sure it's in the show notes for you. And uh, go or just search Dr. Ryan Cole on YouTube. Now, he talks about he, he's a pathologist, so pathologists are very important in terms of identifying cancers and all this other kind of stuff and looking at cells and uh, skin cancers, all that. The pathologists run labs, and all the information that your provider gets is from laboratory studies, and they put all that data together and they come up with a diagnosis. That's, in a nutshell, how medical providers work. Well, so this pathologist, this gentleman, uh, goes through a very well uh, uh, researched and and very well good, uh, easy to understand presentation about what's going on, what the real problem is, and how what Alf and I have been saying since the get-go of right. our little po- podcast adventure here. Well, this is this is a policy. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold yes. on one second. I, I think what's important here is to distill down uh, Dr. Ryan Cole's message at a very high level. Okay. Yeah. We would leave it up to our listeners to go ahead and go out and find this video and and to really listen to what Dr. Cole is saying. Take it for what it's worth. We're here just to present it to you. Um, with my background, and I know Bravo's background, everything this gentleman is saying is 100% plausible. There's nothing wild here that this guy is saying. There, there's no self-aggrandizement. There's, there's nothing but data mm-hmm. that he's presenting. Now, right. we all know that data can be skewed any way you want to look at it, but the data that this guy is presenting, I'm, I'm pretty sure it makes a lot of sense because it's just, it's, it's out there. It's just out there. So basically at a high level. Well, I mean, he says, first of all, this, this 
pandemic is an endemic. What does an endemic mean versus pandemic? Pandemic means a disease that's spread all throughout the world and it's all over the place and numbers are terrible and people are dying all over the place because of a particular pathogen. And uh, this this uh, flatten the spread that started for only 15 days has turned into 300 and I lost count um, to, to flatten the spread, right? Yep. But what they're talking about, what Dr. Cole is talking about is the fact that our immune systems, especially in America, don't have the right raw materials to fight the fight that needs to make happen. Remember, we were saying this a lot of show and a couple of shows before. Right. Our immune systems are amazing, wonderful engineering uh, feats of uh, biology. They can do, they take care of themselves. Let it let it run its course. You know you, you know how you get a cold and you just let it run its course. Your body takes care of it, kicks it out. Again, I'm not talking about the people that are very uh, susceptible to these things because of immune systems that are not working well or HIV and everything else. Throw, uh, those, those are not the majority of people. So Dr. Cole talks about how we need more vitamin D in our diet, period, done, end of story. If you're not having 40, 000, excuse me, 4,000 international units of vitamin D a day during the wintertime, right. you are in big trouble, and that's where everything starts going on. And, and if you are behind the eight ball on vitamin D, when the immune response occurs... Because vitamin D is like a, a regulator. It's like keeps the reaction manageable in the body. I mean, if you notice what happened with patients that developed COVID, started developing the disease, their immune systems went completely berserk. The inflammatory process started down the road where they couldn't breathe, too much fluid in their bodies. It just, it, there's a huge... Right. I can go on an hour talking about the physiology of an immune response. Cytokine storm. Exactly. Cytokine storm. That's what happens. So the vitamin right. D comes across and says, all right, we got enough help. Everyone calm down. Right. Which is vitamin, let's let's put it to you this way. Vitamin D is, is difficult to make, okay? And in and, mm -hmm. and above the 38th parallel in the wintertime, it doesn't matter kind of how much time you spend outside. Your, your body just isn't going to process the vitamin D. So what you need to do is supplement that and Vitamin D is basically the fuel that your immune system uses that goes into every nucleus of every cell in the human body that powers the cell and keeps it resilient. Mm -hmm. Fair enough? Yep. Anti-cancer, right. make sure the DNA is doing what the RNA is telling it to do, and the DNA blueprint is getting out to the cells. I mean, it's everything works great. No problem. With vitamin D. Okay? So that's that's the that's the big takeaway from... The talk now he also goes into the masks don't work which i agree with he also talks about the <laughs> vaccine how now this is this is his opinion again you know i everyone knows i got the i got the moderna vaccine uh he's talking about how it's not proven the daddy is not there and when he says that he then automatically becomes an anti-vaxxer now, he didn't say anything about you will develop cancer. You might develop cancer. Pretty good chance. Pretty good chance. Now it makes me nervous. But you know what? I my, I made my decision, and that's the end of it. So well, whatever happened, there, happened. There's more to it than that. The, yeah. the, the, what, the Pfizer and the Moderna. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Let's back up a little bit. 
Okay. And he, he went over some, some before we even get to that, which is a little mm-hmm. bit more of a complicated topic that Dr. Cole got into. And this whole story, by the way, is courtesy of somebody out there in the audience, uh, initials of CB. Okay. Mm-hmm. She turned me on to this, one of our listeners. Um, and I... To her, by the way. Yes, exactly. So it came across Telegram. Uh, mm-hmm. But regardless... The average age of death during this entire thing was 70, 78.6 years old. Mm-hmm. What's correct. the average? What's the average age of death of a normal person in this country? Seventy-eight point four. Seventy-eight point six, or four. <laughs> so it's exactly the same. Same thing. That's same right. thing. Yeah. Right. It's exactly the same thing. The point four or point six is statistically insignificant. That's right. Point point two is significant, statistically insignificant. Okay, it's so close. All right. So he, he further goes on to explain what, what these quote-unquote vaccines are from, from two companies. Basically, it's gene therapy. What it is, it's you've been injected with a sequence of DNA or RNA to uh, try to alert your system to what a COVID-type virus might look like to fight it. Is that fair enough? Yep, that's perfect. Yep. Okay, we're just trying to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Whereas a standard vaccine is is a protein or a virus or something that your body needs to be signaled to uh, that that is an actual part of what you're trying to fight. Is that also a fair statement, a traditional yes, vaccine? Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. There's only one of the vaccines that's a traditional type vaccine that they're trying to dissuade people from taking which is the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. They had a little problem with 15 million doses at their Baltimore plant, but that's their quality control caught it and it never made it out the door. Is there going to be an impact? Yes, but it will be a minor impact and they're going to recover from it. Okay. So, all right, call it a conspiracy, call it whatever you will, but you have to listen to what Dr. Cole is telling you. Mm -hmm. Now, what Dr. Cole says about the kind of, it's not a vaccine. What you what you've received is not should not technically be called a vaccine. The language was shifted to to put it into the vaccine category. Mm-hmm. Is that another fair statement, Bravo? You're you're over the target, and if we're taking flack, oh well, oh well, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, yeah. everything this man says makes a, a great deal of sense to me. Yep. Yep. Okay. So you're not taking a vaccine, you've taken gene therapy. What the results of that could be are unknown Mm -hmm. because what they've done was rushed so quickly as a gene therapy type treatment instead of being peer-reviewed and enough sampling groups and a long-term study on the side effects. The possibilities were outlined by him up to and including cancers and and fertility problems and pregnancy issues and a number of different things that could potentially happen Mm -hmm. because this medication was never peer-reviewed. It was never studied over a long term. They do not know what the effects are going to be. So what does that mean for all of us? Well, you know, I have faith that the body will figure it out. But then again, when you don't have data, then it becomes anecdotal. And what do I mean by anecdotal? That means the 
experiences that people have. They start talking about what they've had, what they've felt. Correlations are made when causation is not equal to correlation. Uh, causation can be a coincidence or can correlate. Again, we don't know. And the problem is when you start talking about science versus the art of medicine, so medicine is an art also, um, faith is not a variable that's allowed in there um, because you can't quantify faith. You can't prove it. And remember, the scientific the, uh, the scientific process, the scientific uh, mode of asking a question, being able to prove it over and over again, takes a lot of time. And when you're dealing with a pandemic or wherever you want to make it as a pandemic or an issue, we didn't have time, you know, or the, the, the time was of the essence. Um, and we can get, we're going to, there's going to be a lot of information coming out over the next, oh my God, Alpha, what do you think? 10 years, 20 years, we're going to have, we're going to have books written. We're going to have things found out about this. We're going to find out the truth about what really happened and what didn't happen, but not right now. And right now we have a political virus. This is what I think it was. It was a completely political virus where the data is not around yet to even start talking about. And we have to wait and see. But science doesn't like to wait and see. They like to have the numbers in front before they make an educated uh, scientific decision. Well, educated I, I, guesses I, are different. I, I, I just don't know what the, the long-term effects of this no, type no. of medication on, on a broad sweeping scale is, is going to be. Um, another, no, another thing that's really, really interesting. Um, he was talking about the way now you're going to have to help me through this a little bit there. Bravo. Yep. My understanding was the way that, um, you have to, you have to listen to this man very carefully and, and mm -hmm. you have to listen to him a couple of times. It's not a hard listen to listen to this guy. It's no. just, he's laying down so much information mm -hmm. that you have to really grab onto the tidbits, something about with this type of gene therapy and if the body is exposed to a variant after the fact it can cause real problems he he was talking about um if you have a, a virus and the immune system is is um there's a chance that when you get injected with this immunization he was talking about this and i can i i could see where it was going People that have never had any problems with anaphylaxis or the anaphylaxis is basically the body's overreaction to being exposed to a certain protein. What and, and in English, that means people all, if I were to tell people out there who listen to us and we thank you for listening to us, you get stung by a bee, you're allergic to them, you know, you're allergic to them, you swell up like a big balloon. That's the body overreacting. And the biggest problem that happens when you overreact to some kind of exposure to something or peanuts with kids or whatever it is, the body overreacts and releases a lot of chemicals that cause your tongue to swell up and, and your airway to swell and your blood pressure to drop and you're not with us anymore in a half hour. That's how fast it happens. The immune system is when it gets out of control and you have that cytokine, cytokine storm that you were talking about alpha, that's what ends up happening. Okay. So what he was talking about was when you got injected with this, this RNA and then it, it programs the cells that way, it can 
possibly make you allergic, but I wasn't really hearing any of the data support that. I do know some people have gotten the, the, the vaccine. They started having some reactions, but it was such a small number. You can't, out of the millions of they've given so far, that's hard to say. Right. And I don't really, you know, that it's right. The number that pe- number of people that had an anaphylactic reaction to the vaccine was well within expected numbers for any vaccine. Right. So he was also there's no correlation. No. There's no causation. Okay. Well, Dr. Cole was also talking about a treatment mm-hmm. that that's a little non-traditional, a little off-label just like everything else like uh hydroxychloroquine wasn't uh written to treat a corona type virus okay mm-hmm. but it works right yep and rogaine was not meant to grow hair <laughs> except it was meant for blood pressure actually. correct and viagra just was another medication for blood with pressure. A, for blood pressure with a side effect that you know it helped things out um <laughs> fair whatever the purple um, pill yeah the little the little blue pill a little blue pill i'm sorry purple blue pills or something else Yes, right. I made that. Oops. So there's a there's a very affordable antiviral out there on on the on the market. If you've ever been to a farm store or you're involved in agriculture and you have animals, you you've heard of it because you've given it before. It's called ivermectin. Mm-hmm. It's very cheap, very affordable. As it turns out, it's incredibly effective, like almost completely effective, at treating, curing, and preventing a corona type virus. Yep. And it's pennies to take a prophylactic course. Pennies. And the thing that Dr. Cole said in his discussion was that any treatments that would kibosh the vaccine process and take money out of big pharma, that was suppressed. It was made to be, quote, lies. It was made to be information that was forbidden. And they they ran those doctors out of there as fast as they can find them. Right. And and what else did Doctor Cole say about masks? They're junk, especially outdoors. It's, it's it's completely and totally preposterous and insanity to wear a mask outdoors. Yep. This is this is turned into a uh, control, con, uh, domination and control of people's oh. ability to make their own decisions. So. <laughs> And, and I think it was a giant grand social experiment and just to see how quickly people would give up their rights. Yep. Bingo. And we hit that really, really fast. All in the name of safety. Yeah. You can have liberty or you can have safety, but you can't have both. Right. So. There you go. So that was, everyone, please uh, go to YouTube or, you know, if, I don't know if it's up on Rumble. I, I haven't been able to find it, but. It's definitely on YouTube. Watch it. Make up your own mind. Let us know what you think. Send us an email, info at signal50.com. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. Hold on one second. We'll take the video, and we'll post a link on our Rumble channel to this video. Mm. Yep. And on on, um, Telegram. Telegram. There you go. There you go. Sounds good. We'll get the word out there for everyone. So that was curtain number two. Are you ready for curtain number three? So curtain number three we have for you tonight. And uh, so busted, <laughs> NPR forced to have, issue huge correction. 
regarding the um, the Hunter Biden laptop story, and that yep. everything was debunked. <laughs> and NPR just couldn't get their foot out of their rectal orifice quick enough. Uh, isn't it sad that this there was a there was a real collusion amongst news out networks and social media? Oh yeah, to to make this quote go away so that no one would have the ability to make an educated decision, an informed decision. Well, it all turned into a propaganda machine, you know, just mm-hmm. insanity. So yep. So anyway. Uh, so the, the Hunter and Hunter Biden was doing an interview um, and I didn't want to give him any more airtime than he doesn't need. He's just a, a waste. <laughs> anyway, he um, was talking about how, well, or I don't know if it's not mine. Or it is mine or I, I don't know about anything. He was doing it really badly, you know, in terms of trying to cover up and, and change the spin and change the, the, the limelight in his direction. I don't Alpha, I don't know if you saw that or not when he was talking about it, uh, where he was being interviewed. <laughs> and uh, again, they were giving him softball questions. He wasn't being held to account. He wasn't, there was no follow-ups and he sounded like his father. So the apple does not fall far from that tree. Let me tell you. No, it does not. So, so NPR has got egg on their face, but no one really, Holds them to account. Explain to me again why I'm paying all this money to them in my tax dollars. Uh, I have no idea. Money laundering. <laughs> of course <laughs> it is. <laughs> Just give more money, right? Of course so. it is. It's insanity. Yep. All right. So let's behind curtain number four. So President Trump, you know, you got to love President Trump in the way he's not backing down. He's not following the the rules quote for past, you know, presidents who've held the office about keeping quiet. Why? Well, Obama didn't keep his mouth shut while uh, President Trump was in the office. Uh, even uh, uh, Walker, uh, George W. didn't, right? He didn't keep right. his mouth shut. Right. Carter didn't keep his mouth shut. So why should, why should President Trump, right? Why should he? Especially since, we all know what happened in the election, but that's another story. Um, so President Trump is now saying to everyone, get out there and boycott these companies that are trying to uh, make Georgia stop their voter reform in, in providing opposition. And I agree 1,000%. Another time I agree with President Trump again, um, but he, this is from the Epic Times, talks about how we just need to stop supporting Delta and Coca-Cola. You know, Dan Bongino's been talking about this and Mark Levin's been talking about this. Everyone that that Alpha and I listen to and follow, we're just passing along the information that we're getting is that we need to stop supporting these companies. Period. End of story. What do you think? Is that about right, Alpha? I think all right. I mean, hey, listen, I mean, uh, conservative boycotts, generally speaking, work because we're not sitting in mom's basement, uh, you know, playing uh, Xbox. We're out there working and spending Mm -hmm. money and, you know, just trying to live our lives. And conservative boycotts work. Mm -hmm. Yep. So 
Something else uh, I'm not sure if anyone is following. Uh, so when President Trump, you know, he, he had his Twitter taken away, he had his Facebook taken away, and it kind of shows that all the communication that's been going on thus far, there's other avenues now that President Trump can get his word out. And there was a statement that he makes. He makes these statements, and he, it's under the banner of Save America. Um, and this was from April 2nd. And he talks about how um, that baseball is already losing tremendous numbers of fans. We talked about this earlier in the show. And they uh, leave Atlanta with their all-star game because they are afraid of the radical left Democrats who do not want voter ID, which is desperately needed to have anything to do with our elections, boycott baseball and all the woke companies that are interfering with free and fair elections. Can I, can I ask, can I ask a question? Sure. Okay. So Democrats say that it's really difficult to get an ID, right? Mm-hmm. For for black people, mm. well, it's, or, it's or different, for, yeah. or for other people. Okay, right. anyhow. So let me let me ask a let me ask a question. Mm. How do all these homeless people collect benefits? They have an ID. Mm. They have an ID. These they people do. have an ID. The the unfor- most unfortunate among us have ID. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the vast and, and highly populated nation of India, mm-hmm. everybody in that country has an ID card that they have to use to vote. Yep. Oh, and by the way, these companies that are crying about the fact that it's not fair and it's, it's a, when it comes to voting, why don't you try getting on one of their aircraft without an ID? You won't even make it through security, let alone the, the ticket counter. Right. Okay. So that, that's the first, the first thing. Major League Baseball, you need an ID to pick up your will call tickets for the game. Okay. They, they don't just hand them out to everybody. You need an ID for that. You need an ID for Coca-Cola. They have uh, alcoholic Coca-Cola beverages. You need an ID for that, too. So President Trump's saying, are you listening? Coke, Delta, and all. Right. Unbelievable. So. Well, this is what happens when when companies want to play politics. That's right. So I I have my choice. I'm not going to book anything on Delta. Well, I, I speak loudest with my wallet, and and mm-hmm. somebody once said, uh, and and got very mad at me because they apparently they were on the other side of the political aisle from me, and we had a discussion, and I was asked a question. Well, how do you vote? I said I vote with my wallet. Mm-hmm. I vote with what's what's going to be best for myself and my family in the long term. So, if Major League Baseball wants to play politics. The NFL wants to play politics. Coca-Cola wants to play politics. Delta Airlines wants to play politics. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'll just spend my money and time somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I've already taken away 
a profit center for Facebook on a number of different levels. I'm no longer involved. Me either. I am no longer involved with Twitter. Nope. Close my account. Exactly. So here's something else just as a small tangent off of this. Um, When you talk about what happened in the Capitol this week, so you have pressure from the corporate level where they are trying to get everyone to say, oh, we're so woke and we're going to get, we're going to leave that. Well, goodbye. We don't care. But when you also look at the, the things that government can do, you know, when they have, they pass, they want to pass laws and they do it in the middle of the night. Um, I don't know about you, Alpha. I, I've, I've written to my congressperson so many times. It just gets ignored. He doesn't care. Um, no, I'm hoping that care. I'm hoping that the election that happens again, now that we're onto these machines and things get fixed, that he's going to lose terribly and just get kicked out of office because he doesn't belong there. But what I'm saying is we have uh, this event, this poor event where this officer Evans, I believe his name was uh, Mm -hmm. 18 year veteran of the Capitol police was hit by a car. Um, then the driver gets out and hit two uh, Capitol police officers. Um, severely injures one, kills Officer Evans. Yep. Gets out of the car with a knife. The yep. size, I, th- I believe, is a machete. Uh, it's pretty darn long. Yeah. Uh, and then they shot him. Yeah, he got his <laughs> he got oh. his ass lit up. Good. I mean, he rightfully well, so. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, hitting someone purposely with a vehicle is considered vehicular manslaughter. Now, again, I'm not a lawyer, but that that's a that's a crime. Can't use a car to hurt people, and it is a weapon. Certainly, if it is premeditated, and, and you have uh, you know the mental state of you wanted to go hurt somebody, that certainly is a certainly is eligible for a murder charge, right? Oh, if the, if the person dies, if at the very least it's a, a assault, you know, mm-hmm. a, a very serious assault charge. With a deadly um, weapon. Oh, sure. Vehicles are considered deadly weapons. Well, anything is considered a deadly weapon if you can beat somebody half to death with it. Right. Right. A stapler. Yep. A candlestick. A stapler. Uh, anyway, he gets out of the car, gets lit up, went rightly so, and I feel terrible that the two officers got hurt. I'm not going to use the guy's name because he doesn't deserve it. But I will say this. Immediately, there was only two sources that went to find out what this guy, once they found the name, uh-huh. they went looking at his social media posts. Yep. And his name, again, will not be used on this yep. program. He is a huge supporter of Louis Farrakhan yep. and, uh, and the Nation of Islam, and who is known as anti-Semites, anti-American, um, all kinds of bad things Farrakhan spews that I don't agree with. And he has the right to say it, I just don't want to listen to him. And once you know it, what is what is this, what does the Congress, the Democratic Congress, want to do right now? <laughs> they want the fence to stay up. We got to put the fence back up. We got to do this. Uh, the guards got to stay around. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, and we have to have gun control. <laughs> the guy was using a knife. All right, and he and he he threatened. He was threatening people's lives and safety, and the police. We're definitely justified in in neutralizing the the threat. 
but they're going to try and use this. And I believe they will never let it, never let a crisis go to waste. Right. right. But what I'm saying to everyone out there who listens to us, this is a false flag event, another false flag. Again, I'm not talking about this guy. I don't know who put him up to it. I don't know if he did it on his own. Yeah. That's, that's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. Okay. What I'm saying is when you try to politicize again, a particular event, right? This first the virus. Now it's this. Now it's that. Now it's an attack on these police officers and the and this and the quote the the fence and the walls around Washington D.C. Uh-huh. This is just false equivalencies. No correlation. No causation between this event and really having to keep the fence up and and to pass gun control. Well, these people want to be protected by a fence, but they want to take away your means to protect yourself because they're better than you. That's or again, how are you going to defend yourself? You're not. When a car's coming, except get out of its way and then he gets out of the knife. I'm not talking about an extreme situation like that. I'm talking yeah. about any any situation. I mean, you know, these are the same people that that want to go ahead and and take away your second amendment, you know. I've got news for you. There, there's an old expression out there, and and let me just let me not not to try to ride a, a get up on a soapbox here or not, but you have to be an active participant in your own rescue. And if if some politician or bureaucrat who sits behind a fenced wall and makes up some ridiculousness that that subjects the people of this country to financial misery and hardship, and and they're just being jerks about everything, and they're they're not giving you anything, they're just taking things away. But that's another mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. These are the same people with a stroke of a pen that can make an average, honest working man or woman, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, it doesn't make any difference. They can make you into a criminal with a stroke of a pen. Mm -hmm. And they can also, if you're a good citizen and and you want to follow their rules, which I'm not an advocate for or against, you want to follow their rules and turn in your guns and do all these things, you know, because, you know, you're helping. You become... An unarmed person is is subjected to the whims of others. Mm-hmm. Okay, if they want to remove your method of of securing your home, defending your property with a stroke of a pen, but they want to have all of the security and all of the safety, and and everything behind walls with people with guns protecting them, that's kind of bad, isn't that? Very bad. Rules for the not for the people, and. They can do whatever they want because they're in charge and they're high and mighty, and they they have very uh, they have delusions of grandeur. I have to have to say. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. So moving on. So I think I think the best I think the best thing to sum it all up is, you know, when you when you hear any of these types of what they consider logic on their on again we're we're right they're left. I don't believe in anything that they're talking about because here's what the problem is. Hypocrisy is, is alive and well. Yes. And people are listening to one side versus not listening to the other and not looking at different ideas that we could possibly come to some kind of consensus about. Well, no people, people have failed using any kind of common sense or reasoning. Right. So I believe, I believe that when you hear, let's try another lockdown. This is brought to you by the same government who said we need to give Wall Street trillions of dollars to save the economy. The same government that says let mega corporations thrive while small businesses die. The same government that says 
don't bother wearing a mask. They don't work. And when they turn around and say, just kidding, they do work and they should be mandatory. Right. And yeah, each of these sectors have different types of um, Fauci's and right front and center when it comes to this mat, this, yeah, yeah. Well, this nonsense. He's an idiot. Yeah. So basically what it boils down to is it's just generally speaking hypocrisy. And, and I have a, there's a, there's an old expression out there. It's called, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> Those are words you never want to hear. No. And here's, here's something else. Just, just, just to, just to put the, uh, the bow on this, uh, this little tie here. Do you know that, uh, uh, our favorite Congresswoman, uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene came up with a resolution that they want to take Fauci's paycheck away, all 400. He's the highest paid government worker. We said that on this program a while back. Uh, they want to take, and she wants to uh, take his money away so basically they can fire him, <laughs> which I think is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, I think. Oh, I agree. I agree. Right? So that, that to me is just, it just tickles me pink. Um, so anyway, that's, that's uh, there. You have it, there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the government's <laughs> here to help, not. Well, you know, there, there's there, there is something that we want to talk about here. I want to throw something in here that that's really not on the agenda, but I was just mm -hmm. uh, I came across some some information. Um, we we talked a little bit about the Durham investigation the other night and where it may or may not be going and the speed at which it may or may not be going. My understanding is. The grand jury's hearing cases right now, and things are things are moving. Mm. So I I I'm I'm still hopeful. Well, I'm, I'm skeptical, but I'm I'm hopeful that something something is going to happen there. Well, here's here's something that I did see that I think is something alpha that you may want to you be interested in. There's a way to look on each of the court's dockets, um, and there's sealed indictments all over the place. There's more sealed indictments than ever before. Um, and I saw this, I have to find it and I'll have, I'll try and have it for you so you can follow up on it. But there's a lot of sealed indictments that are, are waiting in the wings. So again, I don't know, you know, they, they, maybe they're suppressing it. You can't find them, but supposedly there's thousands of them. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Anyway, before we head off and, uh, sign off for this evening. I wanted to talk about uh, one of the, the parlays I had this, this week uh, that got some traction. Um, and again, when you have um, 604 views, uh, this, was, this was one of my parlays. I was talking about the scientific proof uh, that Mike Lindell on Lindell TV uh, presented. Um, and a lot of people... Um, Again, when you talk about 600 views and then 14, it's not, it's not like you know back in the old days of uh, Facebook, but I never got those numbers anywhere on Facebook or Twitter for that matter. So I was pretty excited about this. If you have a chance to go to Lindell TV and watch Scientific Proof, um, the scientist, that, a physicist, renowned physicist, um, talks about the biggest crime, cybercrime ever, and this is right at the heart of it. Yep. And it makes complete 100,000% sense. Uh, we're going to talk about this on Wednesday. Um, and we're going to have well, we some... Would, we would encourage people to go out there. We're going to post a link to the video 
yep. uh, on our Telegram uh, page, the Telegram feed, and on Parlor, uh, and we'll probably post it to the Rumble channel so you can get all your media in one place and you can find uh, everything that you need to be prepared for the next episode uh, right at the Signal 50 outlets. So you'll have the information in front of you. Yeah. Uh, Michael Lindell says, please download this, get this out there, pass it along. I think it's important that we take some of the clips and we talk about them because I think it's, it's and share the hell out of it, share the hell out of it, you know, send it to everybody. And, and you know what, let the chips fall where they may. Right. Because what he's saying, if true, you know, is a game changer. So we'll talk about that next show. Sure. That's all we have for you this evening. That's it. That's it. So on, on, on a lighter note, uh, everybody out there, happy Easter. We hope you've had a, uh, a good Easter. It was kind of a, kind of a chaotic weekend for, uh, me, no rest for the wicked, I guess. So, uh, got another hard week coming up for everybody, everybody that's, uh, had to go to work and, uh, let's just see what this week brings. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> what, what could possibly go wrong next? Oh, you know everything anyhow i'm going to take us out you know we'd like to take a shout out give a shout out to our um our long-standing affiliate pof usa pof usa makers of the finest ar-15 style rifles anywhere in the country uh they are their world-renowned rifles when i say galaxy i'm probably not kidding they make good stuff so give them a, give them a look go to www.pof usa.com pof usa.com and go to mark's guns llc for all your firearms needs and transfers they're located up in minnesota they'll treat you right they'll find you what you're looking for and they'll get it transferred over to your dealer so and on that note we'd like to thank our soldiers sailors and airmen for protecting us 24 7 365 our police law enforcement and medical first responders that are out there working the streets for you every single day they're there when you call them morning noon and night we'd like to thank them we'd like to wish them we pray for their safety and their well-being every single shift their job is to get home in one piece to their families and be good family folks so and on that note bravo cue the music everybody have a great week everyone have a great easter thanks for joining us thanks a lot Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.